Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Game of Microphones is brought to you by CMG Podcasts. What you are about to hear is a hyper-condensed version of Game of Microphones episode 110, covering the Game of Thrones season 8 premiere, Winterfell. Comprised of highlights and bloopers from our full episode, clips are out of context and may be out of sequence. For the full episode, go to gameofmicrophones.com or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Spoilers ahead. What do dragons eat, anyway? Whatever they want. And now, from the crypts of Winterfell, it's your favorite podcast of Thrones, Game of Microphones, with Sir Duncan and Lady Rachel. Winter is here. Joining us today is a special guest, Lord Matt of House Christensen, Champion of Liberty. What was this at the wall? What was this like thing of dismembered body parts and the <laughs> screaming oh, the kid? Like, that was yeah. that freaked me out when that thing started screaming and they lit it on fire. The opening scene with Little Ned Umber. Oh, um, nice! Running through the forest, and I kind of dubbed it the flashback that's not a flashback right it was so cool how they totally mirrored that pilot episode scene they even have the baratheon music playing i know i noticed that too what the hell what the hell yeah the graphics and the intro to me i've never really looked that deep into the subtleties of them to try to interpret them but for me it's like as long as that intro music doesn't change i don't care (laughs) right yeah Uh, yeah. as long as long as that stays the same because it's it's it hits just as good as star wars or anything else does and it as far as setting the stage for any show or movie experience game of thrones is 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 up there you wonder what it would be like if it had some lame (laughs) crappy song you know or just like ruin the vibe but uh, yeah, I actually just found online the other day, randomly browsing around, but I found a little music box, like little manufactured music boxes, and you crank it, and it's the Game of Thrones theme and little chimes. <laughs> I'm waiting for that to come in the mail. Oh, nice. Just because, you know, when the show's not on anymore, I'll totally. have that in the future as a mantelpiece or something. <laughs> I noticed that... It's um, my alarm clock in the morning. Oh, man. I might uh, have to do that. Um, Sansa needs to get that stick out of her ass. That's, hmm. I mean, like... 
I love Sansa. She's been growing on me as a character, but my God, this episode, I just kind of wanted to slap her and just be like, open up a little bit. It just Torin. Torin Stark. Yeah. He knelt to a Targaryen, to Aegon the Conqueror. So it's it's like a sort of history repeating itself. Finally, the Northern Kingdom gets its own autonomy and sovereignty. And then all of a sudden, this this foreign ruler comes in with dragons and is like, fuck all you guys, we're taking this back. You know? Like, so it makes sense for them to be real fucking mad. For Sansa, too, it'd be... As far as I recall, it, I don't remember her providing a better plan maybe i missed that that's kind of what's annoying is like i get where you're coming from but right you're right it's a bad plan what's your plan uh unless you have um even the part in this episode where she's kind of bitter like well i didn't plan to feed these armies and what do <laughs> dragons even eat like well a uh, good problem to have that you have dragons right. we'll figure out how to feed right. them well of all the things i love about the show it's like i mean nobody's safe in game of thrones so that's the best part the people you love might die the people but every death is is so emotionally involved because you have cases like joffrey where you've been waiting for it forever and it's the best it delivers you get to see his weird purple yes. stupid face and then every other character that you love that you're so emotionally invested in you can't believe they kill off like ned stark for oh in the first God. season spoiler alert yeah Fantasy, I don't know. kings and queens and dragons and all that's never been my thing so i always thought like ah that's some that's some nerd crap but then um <laughs> same here man some people tell me to get into it so i actually did not watch it until the end of season seven. Oh and wow season it. seven yeah. damn and the the first episode of game of thrones is like such a punch in the face that it's like okay okay really because i hadn't had no spoilers i mean i knew there was like I knew that incest was a thing in the show and stuff, but I, I just, I guess I just didn't expect such immediate exposure to such adult <laughs> themes. Let's put it that way. Hilarious. <laughs> Unbelievable. For sure. And so I was like, all right, I mean, okay, I can get into this. <laughs> when you binge it the way I did, when you want to know the answer to what happens, you have that immediate gratification. Yep. Now. Oh my God. I don't know. Now I'm watching it in the same, everybody watches week by week. It's like, uh, you know, I'm really thirsty for the I couldn't sleep last answers. night. Welcome I watched it club. twice last night. Oh, you watched I it through twice? I, I <laughs> did. I, I watched it with my husband and he called out some things like he immediately called out who Bran was waiting for. Oh, nice. And I was like, oh my God. That so was crazy. so cool. Yeah. I was like an old friend, huh? I wonder what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Should have known. It's so obvious. My yeah. husband said, he goes, they need a little bit of happiness because I think there's going to be a lot of death, a lot of destruction, a lot of main characters are going to get killed sure. off. So I Bring think we as an audience may look back on this episode as a fond, like, farewell to these yeah, characters. Yeah. yeah, but that that was also why that was cool. There was pretty much no Jamie Lannister until he shows up and just has this kind of eye glance back and forth with, with Bran Stark. Epic stare down too. Like, yeah. Oh my, and the look Nicolai on Jamie's face. Oh my God. What yeah. a performance so well. there. Wow. I was yeah. amazed at all the emotion that he was managing to capture with just that stare. And the moment where he like turns around and pulls his hood off, it sort of reminded me of the, the reveal of Luke Skywalker in Star Wars episode seven, uh. right at the end. <laughs> Huh. He, you know, he turns around with a hood and does the same thing. Maybe it was a slight homage to that. 
Hmm. That's one thing we like doing is pointing out homages to other other shows and movies uh, that is, we can find. Is that common in Game of Thrones? I guess I haven't noticed a ton of them, but I, as I said, I'm not the biggest movie buff to know what might be a nod and what wouldn't be. Yeah, the, there's been a bunch. Yeah, definitely. Like hmm. there was one where um, Stannis tells John. Um, no, John tells Stannis, "I was told to keep your enemies close." And Stannis is like, uh, he's like, whoever said that didn't you know, didn't have many enemies. <laughs> so that's like a, sure. a Godfather reference. Keep your friends close, your enemies closer, you know? Oh, I see. I see. I was listening to Game of Microphones because my son likes to listen to it, but he's two and a half and he's picking up on all the cuss words that we use. So oh, no. he's a cunt, mommy. Like... <laughs> yeah. That guy's a cunt. And Nikolai Kosterwaldo just nailed it. I mean, absolutely nailed that performance. He's just kind of scanning Winterfell. It's been almost a decade, or, you know, I guess in our world, it's been almost a decade since he's been to Winterfell. But he's kind of looking around and smiling. He was smiling smiling. when he looked around Winterfell. He's probably having, you know, memories. And then he scans over and there's this creeper sitting in a wheelchair, like just. Just Still staring at him. Staring at him. <laughs> Bran was creeping a lot in this episode. So many, like <laughs> looking up at Tyrion too, and he was standing on the second story after talking with uh, with Sansa. Yes, yes. Bran is gr- he's a great creeper, dude. He, he's got I, creeping I down. Creep like Bran. <laughs> Lurk like Arya. Creep like Bran. Dude, I like it. That's great. So, what happens after the Battle of Winterfell? Does Winterfell fall and they're forced to retreat to King's Landing and that's what I happens next? I think they're going to be forced to retreat to the Iron Islands. Oh, the Iron Islands. Oh, oh, how because, about the Eyrie? How about the Eyrie? Oh, that would make well, sense. Sansa has connections there. The Eyrie oh, the dragons. The dragons. The Iron Islands also. Yeah, but the army of the dead can't swim. Well, so that doesn't have... mean they can't walk on the ocean floor and all come walking out together. I think that that's oh like a red herring, you know, like oh, the, they specifically asked it. You know, you're almost like, can they swim? And John's like, no. <laughs> so they baited us. They baited us into thinking islands are safe. But there's all the like those lines from the books. What is it? Patchface says something about dead things in the water and stuff okay. like that. So, oh my God, like that song. Yeah, yeah. The there's It's Always Summer and... Under the Sea. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, oh, oh. Oh my God. So fuck. it's entirely no, it's possible. No yeah, it's entirely possible right. that we could have the fucking army of the dead come marching out of the water and just take everybody by surprise. I am that would be such a mind fuck for me because I feel like I want there to be some safety. Like, <laughs> There's no safety. Okay. Uh, oh my God, my dog just slammed shit and scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Outtake I have my window open. <laughs> I have my window open and it shut the door. And oh, I'm home alone, man. so I totally freaked out. This is going to be fun doing video with the, the bloopers and outtakes and stuff. People will be able to see how they're like cut together and stuff. Oh, shit. So, and, you know, Sansa being the lady of Winterfell now, she's like, she's lurking somewhere. Lurking. You know, like, who Love knows it. where Arya is? She's always lurking <laughs> and she is too. a lurker and a creeper and a, and a and a brooder or moper would be john right <laughs> yeah totally bron being hired to kill jamie and Tyrion. <gasps> what the, what fuck? the fuck dude bron oh the betrayer. my god 
Yeah, well, yes. he hasn't done it yet. I'm not sure. I yeah. was just going to say, I'm jumping to conclusions, but... This may be the the seeds of his undoing, though. I didn't recognize the other two, but I recognized her because she's in the orgy scene. I may have been looking at other things besides their faces. Okay, well, you can, <laughs> you can look. I'm not going to look at that. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I was concerned because Sam had just found out the truth about the toasted Tarleys, you know, the toasted Tarley truth. And uh, it's just like, I think it's going to be a really tough pill to swallow for Danny. It's really tough for John, obviously, which we get in this scene. But I think she is not going to take it very well. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. And so Fuck we, you, we, HBO. We, <laughs> mind blown. Oh. Um, Little moments here and there. We'll like get Ned to, like, Umber popping his head out. Oh, that was so cute. He's like, hmm? Yeah. Or <laughs> the, the uh, montage of guys getting crossbowed in the head when Theon attacks the boat. And the the uh, eunuch joke, which is oh, like what we start yeah. out the episode yeah, with. That's the so first funny. line of the whole episode. Um, so Sam falls down the crypt steps. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe that. That was so cool. <laughs> John's like loved that. What the fuck was that? And you hear, oh, 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 and he's like trying to get. Yeah, up we and- got lots of good Sam, like oh, and like oh my, and things like that. This episode, like when he almost gets hit by that that horse and carriage right after he finds out the toasted Tarly truth and is walking yeah. down the steps, he's like oh, like freaks out. Oh, so, um, something. Yeah, yeah, Massimo, Massima, something like that. Yeah, yeah. and she fucking. Please. She had, yeah, she had Dario lop his head off in front of the crowd. And remember, they all re- reacted hiss, 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 hissing at her. Oh, that was creepy. He so I heard Angus I either remember I forget of when I found a has about for your odd day, day, yeah it was funny too right when he says your mother was liana stark john john kind of goes <laughs> as if like yeah right like like, like they hooked up like ned and liana <laughs> <up>. <laughs> i didn't even think about it that way but just like uh like oh you guys are like conspiracy theorizing about like ugh, like for some reason alternate john origin theories he's like we know i'm a bastard my dad's ned like why do you what are you talking about right <laughs> like what would your reaction be to that like I, he okay, stumbles so my, backwards. My parents aren't my parents. Okay, uh, whatever. But I, I'm not Jon Snow. I'm a totally. I'm Aegon Targaryen. Name, like I'm not even Jon Targaryen. Like, he literally I'm knows. Targaryen? And this is this is that moment where I talked <sighs> about where like there, we have the theme of Jon Snow knows nothing. And this is how we learn here how little he really knows. Like he literally knows nothing, even about himself. Nothing. You know, he doesn't even know his name. And this is uh, Jon Snow knows nothing. And plus the whole Jon Snow, John Doe type thing where mm-hmm. like you use John Doe to as a, as a placeholder for a name when you don't know the identity of a victim of a, of a crime, for instance. So it's yeah. perfect knowing nothing. And also the John Doe hint, like combining those two together, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's just like, it's just so funny seeing him learn the truth and realize how little he knows about everything. I'm just waiting for Cersei to die. That's <laughs> all I really want. In yeah. life. <laughs> so Matt mentioned earlier, like these big deaths that we wait seasons for and how like we get to finally the purple wedding and Joffrey gets killed and we're all like, yeah, yeah. like, 
And uh, so are we going to get that moment for Cersei? Are we going to get that or is she going to live? You know what I mean? Like, are we going to get it? Uh, And I thought to myself, she's talking about executing people. And the next scene we get was Braun. Don't do it, Cersei. Dude. You you can make eunuch jokes, but no one else can make dork jokes. Like, why is that? Because <laughs> I still have my balls. I have balls. And you don't. <laughs> yeah, that was great. So, like, you it, it, it basically, it's just saying, like, it sucks when somebody's making fun of you for something, but... Yeah, it's okay. Like, feel free. They're not, we're not here to, like, roast you alive. We're just here to save your lives. So I think that also might be the reason why she smiles a little bit here. It's just nice, nice mug right. there. To the others. <laughs> That's awesome. I would love to like cosplay Sansa, but I'm not sure I could do that resting bitch face like she does. <laughs> and uh, Look at you. Yeah, you're a you're man. A man. Almost. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost a man, but I am partly a three-eyed raven computer, you know. Download data. She calls Lord Umber, who pops his head out. Another little comedic moment (laughs) in this episode. And they all kind of like nod, like, it's okay. You know, you you can have as many wagons and stuff as we can spare. Just hurry back to the last hearth so you can get murdered. Yeah, fuck. I try. So the first time I watch it through, I just watch it with my natural like where my eye goes and then wherever my eye doesn't go the second time i watch it is where i try to force my eye to go the other places nice. that i'm not paying attention to the first watch so the Good second plan. time i watched it i i look in the background like who's in this who's behind the scenes um who's behind who are we seeing like what's kind of happening what's going on around what the camera is focusing on mm-hmm. because like that's where like last episode I talked about Varys being like a comedic factor in the the big meeting he's really not an upfront person and if you're just watching the people that are in focus on the camera you would miss his reactions so yep. I do like trying to pay attention to the, the what's going on behind the main character yeah that's awesome that's really cool. We have the biggest, most powerful army the world has ever seen showing up to have your backs, guys. Like, be cool with that because it's super cool of us to do. Don't forget that you're in the family, too. That was the most shocking moment for me. This was the most badass moment for me. You yeah, know, where yeah, Danny is just it. like, dragons eat whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. You should know that. Like, you know, what did you didn't get the memo? Snarky little bitch. Yeah, like, like, we'll devour you if we want to. I- Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You know what? If you don't want our help, I'll just take them all home. And you... Gendry's a smith. He's now forging dragon glass. I was thinking maybe he's going to do some experimenting and try mixing steel and dragon glass together mm-hmm. to forge dragon steel, maybe like a modern okay. iteration of dragon steel. Um, so in, instead of like outright apologizing, she kind of apologizes by saying like, we both survived though, you know, like, sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, bygones be bygones. Oh, I, I thought it was interesting too that the fact that she thought that he was the most clever man alive was interesting to me. Like that means that yeah. she considered him in high regard. You know, that's what that says to me. So that mm-hmm. that says to me that that means that he could prove that he is, you know, one of the most clever men alive by redeeming himself and doing something awesome. And Good. that makes me think that they these two have the potential of actually getting together for real at some point. Oh shit! You well, because Danny's Danny's off the radar now because she's with John, mm-hmm. and Tyrion saw that happen. I mean, he was in the boat with her and watched John go in. So maybe he's turning his sights to back to Sansa. Maybe like the somehow. two the two leaders would be together. Then the two two of like the closest mm-hmm. advisors would be together. Yeah. Um, be quite a little powerhouse. It would certainly be a way to help unite the North. I mean, the Northern Lords have tr- beco- come to trust Sansa um, mm-hmm. after everything that's happened and how she stu- stood up for them and been there and helped get Winterfell back and everything. So maybe, totally. maybe her being like, listen, you know, I trust Tyrion. That could do go a long way or with I'm the Northern marry Lords. Him again. Yeah, 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 that could go a long way with the Northern Lords to uh, bring the North and the South together to unite them. Mm-hmm. And we see yeah. just we see like the uh, the wheel in the view, and then looking right mm-hmm. past the wheel to Jamie, and we see him like react and see Bran sitting yeah. there. I thought it was just a really great it's shot. Like a double take. He's like, yeah, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what, what, what? I have terrible news. Terrible news. The dead have broken through the wall. And Cersei's and like, Cersei's like good. good. Yeah, what and the fuck is wrong with you? And even Kyburn seemed shocked by this reaction from Cersei because even yeah. he had said it was terrible news. So yeah. if Kyburn even is like, whoa, you know, it's got to be something fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you just get it over with and and, and kill me? He's yeah. like, no, we're family. We're the last Greyjoys without any ball or with with balls. Plus, who would I have to talk to? And she's like, you're an idiot, man. You picked the fucking losing side with that well, dumbass queen. Then I'll bail and sail the Iron Fleet somewhere else. Yeah. But first, I'm going to fuck the queen. And I thought that was kind of maybe reading between the lines like well i'm gonna sail to the iron like the iron fleet somewhere else after i fuck like fuck her over yeah i'm gonna fuck like, her and then i'm gonna fuck he's her gonna over. fuck her and then he's gonna <laughs> fuck her over and leave love it that's, so awesome. that's what i kind of like took it as did you see uh captain strickland's face he just like shakes his head just, <laughs> this guy's a fucking idiot 
Love it. Really wanted those elephants. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Because we were like, we want the dragons, we want the elephants, we want the mm-hmm. pack of wolves and the dire wolves, and we want like all this cool stuff. We just give it to us all. Krakens, you know, unleash the hounds, everything. Totally. Ice spiders, undead mammoths, giants. Like we want everything. That's disappointing. Yeah. So next, uh, it's after they just had sex, Euron and Cersei. We see the deed is done. Yeah, and then he started. He's insulting Robert. You know that. Like, how do I compare to that fat king? Like, who cares how you compare? He's just like like being wild, and then he's like asking about like how do I compare to Jamie? I know you guys have been doing it. That's really what he wants to know. Yeah, he's just leading into it. (laughs) So we cut over to. The bow and arrow. That's right. I was going to say. Theon has his bow again. He, like you said last episode. Oh my God, that's a big symbol. Theon with a bow. Yeah, he was an expert He was a hot shot. He was a hot shot with a bow. He's getting kind of back into his role of Theon Greyjoy. Remember remember when he saved Bran? Yeah. And Rob was like... Yeah, he shot you that guy. Like my brother. Yeah, but but Theon's an expert, and he knew it. You know, so yeah. the fact that Theon is holding Trusted a it. bow again that symbolizes that Theon Greyjoy is back. That not it's not somebody else. This is Theon, and he yep. like that door kicks open, and the guy falls in, and Yara looks up in astonishment. Last thing on earth she would ever imagine is she's kind of pissed obviously because she had <laughs> yeah. once he sets her free <laughs> loved it and but then immediately like it's like stannis you know cut your knuckles off for your smuggling but, you. but he'll but he'll raise you to be a lord for like, for helping God him out damn it you fucked me over but i still love you <laughs> but you're now you're making up for it and danny hops on and she's like come on Go Come on, on, let's go. And he's like, I don't know how to ride a dragon. He's, she's like, dude, Nobody you were does. just riding me last night. So I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> oh. Oh. <Hey-o>. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. This is cool. Oh, it, it was funny that it took off so quick because it reminded me of this time where I was sitting on a motorcycle on like a little motorized scooter. Ring, 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 ring. Revving it up. And my friend's dad flicked it into gear. And it like, launched, it, yeah, launched out from under me. <laughs> I had to bail off it. That was pretty funny. You've completely ruined horses for me. And (laughs) it made me think, ooh, dragons are the bacon of rideable animals. (laughs) There's some commercial that's like, never add bacon to food. It will just ruin all food. It ruins all food. That that doesn't have bacon forever. And then they say like Hulu is the bacon of TV or something like that. I don't know. So so dragons are like the bacon of rideable animals, basically. And uh, so naturally, it's cool that she showed him the Valyrian steel because he's a smith and he's got to appreciate that. But also showing him the Valyrian steel, I think, may trigger to him like, oh, maybe I can make some special steel with the dragon glass. Oh, maybe. He might be onto something there. It may not be a coincidence that Valyrian steel is mentioned during the scene where we see the dragon glass being smelted. You know what I mean? spirals in our world it's like you can teleport through them they're it's so hard to like there's so many like symbolic reasons to bring in spirals to this world but we know that they mean something we know that they're a form of like communication or you know like writing or scribing so what it means i was really trying to figure it out there are eight arms to that spiral. Ooh, interesting. It it, it was very remindful to me of the Targaryen sigil as well, with like the sort of spiral shape of the dragons. Oh my God, that's crazy. And that to me was like, 
I was like, oh shit, is that foreshadowing some type of connection between Danny and the Night King? And then I was like, oh man, maybe Danny gets turned into the Night Queen. What if the Night King, like, like if they're having a dragon battle or something and Danny gets knocked off her dragon and the Night King, like, approaches her and just touches her on the forehead and she oh, turns into a fucking White Walker? How crazy that would be. Big surprise, right? Yeah, huge. Gender Pacific. <laughs> Gender specific. Classic. <laughs> Pox will have her by the ear. Uh, which, <laughs> which girl? Which girl? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to watch it again. Best acted scenes? Oh, hands down. Just being... Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to imagine the ginger soldier with his face half burnt off is, <laughs> is Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Check out this next level Game of Thrones rap by Purpose from the hip-hop group Tragic Allies. This is from his new album, The Iron Throne of Microphones. I'm one of my rough Lord Stark. You should have taken the realm for yourself. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground. Or the five kings all making claims of their own Thousand blades of Aegon's enemies making a throne Fight for the seven kingdoms, fortune favors the bold Bravest of souls, battling to gain the control Baratheon brothers are at each other's throat for the merit King Joffrey thinking hellish, hoping both of them perish The young wolf marches on the south, fighting with hatred or great joy sailing north, which is right for the taking And now that King Robert's dead, the truth spreading rapidly Joffrey born of incest and infested travesty Stannis bearing arms now his claim is his majesty Naturally, anyone opposing is a casualty Including his own brother whose fallacy is blasphemy Vanity cannot replace valiancy as tragedy Tactfully, we're rarely casually prepared for battle The Red Priest's plans quickly started to unravel Smuggled on a boat that her rivals had to paddle To a cove near Renly's camp where both of them would travel Melisandre undresses, sat up on a gravel Where she gave birth into a shadow raid in front of Davos very similar to Stannis Crawled out her womb and presumed to just vanish And vanish to the sorceress enforcement of a death The night is dark Let us not forget The shadow was moving calmer The breeze from out the harbor Heading right into the temple Renly's taking off his armor While looking in the mirror He was taken by surprise The shadow of his brother came to hasten his demise Ravens fly, word spreads to every castle Meanwhile, Rob Stark is winning every battle The young boys triumphing in the westerlands and riverlands Independence from the south has always been the bigger plan But ignorance was overdosed with a broken oath For a daughter whom now all afraid hoped elope In an omen spoke by Lord Rickard Carstark The curse of a kinslayer did play a large part To lost bannermen and lost allegiances Getting even is fulfillment for some grievances With Rob's army weakening and marching back to Riverrun Searching for some answers but the answer is there isn't one And so he's forced to make a choice by begging for forgiveness Confront the phrase admit his faults in front of all the witness But water phrase and vicious and vicious with his moves His allegiance ain't consistent cause it switches with his mood Unfortunate but true Consequence was sad and deadly for the young wolf whose confidence was cracked. Lured into a trap without detecting the deception. Welcomed by the phrase and even offered full protection. A wedding and reception extended all the guests' rights so no one would expect it and accept it as a blessed night. The wine would flow red, the music playing loud. Without a shroud, the killers blending in within the crowd. Waiting on a signal when to act upon her scheme. Walter makes a scene and offers gifts to the queen. A knife to her belly with a baby as the passenger and king. Rob slain at the Red Wedding Massacre.
brothers gave her a pair of wolf pelts for her wedding. Signed, Walder Frey. Is that bad poetry, or is it supposed to mean something? Rob Stark is dead. And his bitch mother. Oh, I know. Walder Frey gets all the credit. All the blame, I suppose, depending on your allegations. Never would have risked such an action if he didn't have certain assurances. What you got from me? Do you disapprove? I'm off for cheating. This is war. To slaughter them at a wedding. Explain to me why it is more noble to kill 10,000 men in battle than a dozen at dinner. That's our show, episode 110. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Yeah, and a huge thank you to Lord Matt of House Christensen, Champion of Liberty, for joining us today. Yes, thank you, Lord Matt. We were so happy to talk to you today. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, definitely. And another huge thanks to John Bailey, the epic voice guy from the Emmy-nominated Honest Trailers for announcing our show. If you'd like to donate or subscribe to support us, you can go to paypal.me slash gompodcast or patreon.com slash gompodcast to donate an amount of your choosing. There are links to both at gameofmicrophones.com doing some online shopping go to gameofmicrophones.com and click on our link to amazon as an amazon associate we earn from qualifying purchases any contribution you make helps and you can help secure the continued existence of gom we'd like to thank our patrons sir matthew of house rep lady lucy of house roberts lady candace of house twos lady terry of house theodore lord jeff of house allen sirenicide lord john of house grills lord jeremiah of house carpenter and luke low duke we love you guys and appreciate your patronage. And we'd also like to send out an additional thanks to Lord Bryson of House Wolf and to Tarot Spirit. Thank you for your donations. Yes, thank you, guys. We love you. And make sure to check out Sirenicide, the serialized horror drama podcast featuring me and Archmaster Stitches. Just go to Sirenicide.com and download it wherever you get your podcasts. We also want to give a huge thank you to Lady Lisa of House Sky, Pie Romancer. She has been epic behind the scenes in getting our website, Game of Microphones, up and running. She's a next level artist, you guys. You have to check out her amazingly illustrated book, The People You May See. It's one of my son's favorite books. It's available now on Amazon.com and it's Prime eligible too. And I also have can... one of her pieces of artwork over here. Oh, yes. I'm so Drogon jealous. That she, uh, that she did. So badass. Thank you, Lady Lisa. You can check all of her work out at fineartsbylisa.com. She's also on Instagram and Facebook slash fineartsbylisa. Next episode, we'll be covering Season 8, Episode 2, the name of which is still unknown. Give it a watch and send us your thoughts. We'd love to read them on the air. If you'd like to call, you can call us at 813-563-3739. That's 813-JOFFREY. If you would like to write in, you can email us at ravens at gameofmicrophones.com. Check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash gompodcast. Imslap! Oh! You can also listen to Game of Microphones on YouTube, BitChute, and Steemit. Just search for Game of Microphones to find our channel. Likes, comments, and shares are greatly appreciated. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Gab, and Minds at GOM Podcast. 
And we're on Tumblr too at Game of Microphones. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening. May I ask, how are we meant to feed the greatest army the world has ever seen? While I ensured our stores would last through the winter, I didn't account for Dothraki, Unsullied, and two full-grown dragons. What do dragons eat anyways? Whatever they want. I've traveled to a bunch of random places and random countries. But as a Midwestern guy, I recently have been falling in love with what the more rugged parts of America have to offer to all of us before they're gone. Team Age Productions and Powers Media House presents Beautiful America, a musical documentary series with all original content. Explore the Southwest of America and indulge in some places you've heard of and plenty more that you certainly have not. Cooking under the stars and below freezing temps of Death Valley. 4K drone footage of one of the most insane monoliths on Earth. Driving in abandoned mines, cliffs, canyons, and wild times. Check it out. Team Age Productions on Facebook and YouTube. That's T-E-A-M-A-G-E Productions. Beautiful America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.